joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily and share those on social media. We always appreciate that a great deal. As I always say, we face the same social media censorship that so many of you face. So when you share the articles and podcasts on social media, it helps us out a great deal. You know, Rob, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. I'm really excited for the show tonight. I almost couldn't wait uh, to talk about this after watching the debates that happened this past Tuesday night and the debates that we've been seeing for the past couple of weeks. It seems like things are getting really ugly for the Democrats and the Democrat Party. Um, this Dr. Oz and John Fetterman debate, it was something else. I have never in my life seen anything like it. This John Fetterman is so stupid and so inept. He makes Joe Biden look like prime John F. Kennedy or something like that. I mean, this guy is just a total moron. He's a vegetable after his stroke. I don't know what he was like before the stroke, but this guy has no ability to speak to the people whatsoever. He's a complete disaster. Shame on his wife, shame on the Democrats who will continue to roll this guy out. He should have been replaced long ago. He is definitely not competent to serve. Um, all he had was uh, der, der, uh, um, Dr. Oz owns 10 houses. Uh, I've seen people actually saying that they like this guy's policies. And it's like, what policies does he have? I mean, yeah, he'll vote with the Democrats 100% of the time. I guess if that's what you're looking for, um, he would be okay for you. But this guy can't even string together a sentence, let alone write a bill or uh, enact any of these policies that he supposedly wants to support. Not to mention, uh, he's a complete radical. He believes in abortion up until birth. He believes in, uh, well, he claims that he's for fracking, but just a couple of years ago, he said that he is totally against fracking. So uh, he did some flip-flopping and lying. And speaking of lying, that's exactly what Governor Whitmer in her debate did as well. Um, I watched the Michigan debate, and uh, I thought Whitmer had a very poor performance. She smiled and said that, under her control, school was only shut down for three months, and it was the same as all the other states, which is completely um, not true. Uh, Governor Whitmer had the students out of school from March 2020 until September 2021, which is a year and three months. Um, apparently, she left off the year part. So that was just a flat out lie like we see over and over again. And I don't know if our listeners have heard, but we've had some big news come out of the Supreme Court in New York, finding that uh, the mandate for vaccines was unconstitutional. Uh, all the New York workers are going to be ordered back pay and be rehired to their jobs. We've got Kathy Hochul who's coming out in her debate and she said she would do it all over again. She would fire all these workers and uh, take them out of work despite the fact that the New York Supreme Court has come out and said it's unconstitutional. So I guess uh, Mrs. Hochul does not care about following the constitution. I don't know, Rob, from where I'm sitting, Debate night was an absolute disaster from the Democrats. We called it a long time ago that Fetterman, he either wouldn't debate or he wouldn't debate until voting had already 
started and we know early voting has already been underway in Pennsylvania for a couple of weeks. I'm shocked that the Democrats let him go out and debate. I think that was a huge mistake on their part. Uh, this guy is not competent. Even fake news CNN said a vote for Fetterman is not um, a vote for his, um, let me find the quote here, competence. It's a vote to regain or to keep control of the Senate, basically saying, we know this guy isn't competent. We know he comes off as a total moron, but you should still vote for him so the Democrats can keep the Senate. That is what we are at right now with fake news CNN. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on some of these uh, debates that we've seen these past couple of weeks? Well, Andrew, you've said a lot. Uh, you hit on a lot of topics, like you said, mainly the debates that are taking place and how the Democrats have been trying to avoid the debates. And now we know why they've been trying to uh, avoid the debates. The cat's out the bag. They don't have good candidates. They don't have any policies that they could point to to say that they were sustainable and that they have helped the American people for the past 20, 18 to 24 months. What they've done is that they've destroyed neighborhoods. They've destroyed people's lives. People have died. We're coming up on the holiday season. People will not be at that table. There will be a missing seat. The chair will be there, but that person won't be in the seat. And then you have these knuckleheads like Betterman and Kathy Holchow saying, oh, if we had to do it all over again, we would do it all over again. They would do it all over again. Like you said about the mandates, it's interesting that the New York Supreme Court came out and said, this was unconstitutional. You can't fire these people. And what I thought was interesting is they said, you can't fire them for not taking a vaccine that gives them no guarantee that they're not going to get the virus. No, what did the Supreme Court not know then that they know now? Is it that they too see that there is a red wave coming? No, some would say, oh no, but you know, they look things from a judicial standpoint, no, they don't. There are activist judges that are out there. They have been making decisions based upon certain administrations. They've been making decisions based upon the Democrats, what the Democrats are telling them. Look around you. Look at all the lawsuits that are being filed and they've been just slapping them down. No, we don't wanna hear this. No, we don't wanna hear this. We don't wanna hear anything about Biden saying that he's gonna pay off student loans. We don't wanna hear it. Anything related to Trump, oh, bring it in. We want to hear it. We want to hear all that stuff. When at any ordinary time, they would say, this is nonsense. This is politics. We don't even want it to come to the courts. Look at Letitia James, who has sworn to go after Trump. She's not concerned about the crime in New York City. She's too busy. She wants to go after Trump. She needs to pull away from the, uh, the dinner table, if you ask me. But <laughs> that's a story for a different a show for a different day. But the cat's out the bag now. They don't have a policy or platform to run on. They have candidates that are incompetent. They have candidates that the media has been protecting. They've been hiding. Think about Fetterman. When an NBC anchor, journalist rather, went out interviewing him, 
is she came back and reported that he struggled during their interview. He struggled off camera. And then Savannah Guthrie said, well, I can't believe you're saying that because I've spoken to other journalists and they said he was just fine. But Andrew, you saw the debate. <laughs> He's not fine. Yeah, Savannah Guthrie looks as stupid as he does right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, even Joe Scarborough, before tonight, he was saying, oh, this guy, he has a disability. You had the anchors on CNN saying he has a disability. What is his disability? He had a stroke. His cognitive skills have been challenged. But they're now trying to play it up with he has a disability because now they yeah. want people with disabilities to come out and say, oh, leave him alone. He's just stuttering. They did the same thing with Joe Biden. Joe Absolutely. Biden stutters. He forgets things. He even fell asleep doing an interview with Jonathan Capehart. We spoke about this the other night. Did you see that, Andrew? I did. He actually fell asleep. He nodded off. And, and it's they, not the first time we've seen him do that. It's not the first time. And Jonathan Capehart had to say, he went, oops, uh, Mr. President. And the media downplayed it. They moved on to something else. Now, just imagine. The world saw that interview. President Xi is probably laughing. Putin is laughing. We know that Saudi Arabia is laughing because they came out and said that Biden tried to twist their arms and told them not to let out any oil until after the election, that he tried to bribe them. A country came out and said, your leader tried to bribe us, and we guess he's doing it because of the election. They said this, but the media will not report on it. The cat's out the bag. They're colluding. They're trying to prop up these fake candidates like Fetterman, who shouldn't be there, even with the contraption to help him read what was being said, he still couldn't get it right. Right. It's almost cruel of his wife and the Democrat Party to send him out there when the guy mentally is a vegetable. I mean, the guy comes off as a total moron, and that's because he's not all there mentally. The guy suffered a stroke. Um, he's on the decline health-wise. He should be home trying to get better, take care of himself, not running for Senate of the United States. And here you have the Democrats rolling him out here and say, oh, there's nothing to see here. He's all good. He'll be fine in a year or two. It's like this is a joke and a complete disaster. But this is who the Democrats want to put out as their candidates. Well, I said this once before on a show. <clears throat> I said that if Fetterman wins, they know that he's cognitively challenged, just like Joe Biden. But they're pretending as if though Joe isn't. And Joe even he, said he's worse. Oh, oh, he, oh my he, God. He, he's a lot worse than <laughs> Joe Biden. Like I said, he makes Joe Biden look like uh, John F. Kennedy uh, during his presidential run. That's how bad John Fetterman is. You, you think he's worse, Andrew? Way worse. Like, I don't even think they're comparable. <laughs> I think this I think Biden is old and senile. Fetterman <laughs> comes across as dumb. I mean, that's all you can really say about the guy. Um, obviously, he had that stroke, which is affecting his uh, him from what I hear. But man, he has not recovered well. Yikes. Well, well, from what I'm hearing is that even before that, like you said, he's dumb, but he was voted for the mayor of Braddock. And I think he's the the, is it the secretary of state or the attorney general or wherever he is? It's like, how did he get that position? Right. And he also chased down an unarmed black man and held a gun to his head. And he, the debate, he refused to apologize for that. He, he said he, he was out protecting his community. You know, and I'm glad that Dr. Oz keeps bringing that 
up, and he should, because I want that to resonate with voters. Because had it been a Republican or conservative, they would be talking about it nonstop. This person did this. They did this to a Black person. They did this. They did that. So he needs to keep talking about it. Black people need to be made aware of it because they downplay the racist comments that Joe Biden made about if you're not, if you ain't Black, if you don't vote for me, they downplay that and try to explain it away. And he said some other disparaging remarks, but Andrew, just speaking along those same lines, you know, I find it interesting that we're Republicans, and we'll probably talk about this during the 2024 election, that, I mean, not Republicans, but Democrats, whenever they run for office, have you noticed how they try to dirty up their opponents with racism accusations? I was looking back at the, uh, the election 2020 and how Kamala Harris went after Joe, Elizabeth Warren went after Joe, uh, and all the, and, uh, Cory Booker, and they were all trying to say that he was a racist, and then they were trying to say that the other person was a racist, but then after it's all said and done, it's like a kumbaya moment, and I'm like, wait a minute, but you just told us that these individuals were racist. That lets you know right there. They just throw that term around, they don't even care about it. They just, just throw it around to see who is it going to affect? Whose life are we going to destroy? How will we be able to knock this person out? They don't care anything about it. They just use it. So I say that, again, just to say the cat's out the bag. All of their little tricks that they use is out there for everyone to see. You look at what happened with the debate with J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. When J.D. Vance called him out, for saying that, oh, you're a racist because you want to build a wall. The same question came up during the debate with Betterman and Oz, Dr. Oz. Why can't we have a wall to protect our borders? Every other country has a wall. Mexico has a wall. Why can't we have a wall? Because they want to change. They want to change the electoral college. They want to change the makeup of America's. They want to change who we say are America's because they've got together in their little dark rooms, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and they've decided, hmm, there are too many whites here. There are too many blacks. Let's mix it all up. Let's get more people here. It doesn't work, especially if people aren't coming here on their own. They're just coming because you're going to give them freebies. Look at what's happening in Europe. Look at what happened in Sweden. Look at how they tore the country apart and now they're saying, it's time to put the brakes on it. This does not work. The same thing with Germany. It's like, no, this, this little social experiment, it does not work. We need to stop it. But they don't care. You know why they don't care? Because, see, they'll be dead and gone while you and your grandchildren will have to deal with the after effects of their little crazy social experiment. Look at the social experiment with the genders. Joe Biden decided the other day to give this character, Dylan Mulvaney, who's a man, pretended to be a woman. Joe gave him an interview. Now think of all the other young women out there that would have wanted to interview Joe, although, I mean, you weren't going to get much out of him because he's senile, as you said, Andrew, old and senile. But he's going to give it to this person because they're pushing an agenda. They're coming after your children, that they've been lying about this, telling you, oh, no, we're not. Oh, yes, you are, because why are you putting sex education in class? Why are we even being identified by our sexual preferences? 
That is a reason why you have folks in Dearborn, Michigan that are pushing back and they're saying, we don't want this. The Muslims are saying, this is wrong. We don't want this. And you know what, Andrew? We'll talk about this on the other side of the break, but they have the LGBTQ community saying, oh, you Muslims, you're trying to side with those Christians and they don't like you. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah, we've actually been talking about that, that the Muslims, um, uh, their stance it actually aligns with a lot on the right wing. And it's very surprising that they vote Democrat, the numbers they do, because if you look at their values, they're much more closely associated to uh, conservatives than they are uh, Democrats. So maybe we're going to see a swing in that. And this Fetterman, he's never had a real job. He's still supported by his parents. And he was given his house for a dollar by his family. The guy is a total loser. So it's no wonder that he's a, a leftist socialist candidate. And that's what we're getting from him. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew, available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. How the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.5 proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. That's HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. So as I said, Andrew, the cat's out the bag. We now see what the Democrats are up to. I just hope the American people see it. 
because we know that the media is going to give them cover. But we're entering all these debates. Well, well, for one, the media wasn't pressuring these candidates to debate the same way they weren't pressuring Joe Biden to debate. Let him stay in the basement. We, the media, we will run his campaign. And that's what they did. They cheated and they colluded running the campaign. Over COVID, we got to stay inside. We got to do mail-in ballots, and now these courts are coming out saying it was unconstitutional. Now, as I said during the first block of the show, what did the New York Supreme Court know now that they didn't know then? Because other doctors were out there saying, "No, we don't need to shut things down. No, people don't should be forced to take these vaccines." And then once they started taking them, people were still getting COVID. And I remember Rachel Maddow saying that. If you, get, if you get the vaccine, you're protecting everyone else and you won't be a carrier. How many times has Jill Biden had COVID? How many times has Jill? How many times have Kamala Harris? And so many people who have been vaxxed up to Wazoo still getting COVID. So now the Supreme Court is coming out saying, okay, nope, it was unconstitutional. You need to rehire them and give them back pay. Now, of course, it's gonna be challenged I'm sure Biden's Department of Justice would probably try and challenge that. But I think all around the country, courts should be waking up and saying this was unconstitutional. And Andrew, even if they don't, as I said in one of our shows, it's time for the Republicans to do what the courts won't do, what our Department of Justice won't do. They need to come in and pass laws so that this will never ever happen again. They need to pass laws about this sex education in schools, CRT, these transgenders, they need to pass a law in saying, nope, the buck stops here. If you wanna have your tally cut off, you have to pay for it. Why are we forcing insurance companies to pay for that? The military is paying for it. Why? That's cosmetic surgery. If you're gonna pay for that, pay for someone to have their face lift. The cat's out the bag now. None of this just makes any sense. And if people were to stop and think about it, they would say, wait, this is crazy. This makes no sense. You have the media trying to give these folks cover and attacking Republicans and saying, oh no, they're on the wrong side. They're extremists and they're this. Look at how they attacked Ron DeSantis. He kept the schools open. He did not close the state. And now you got Charlie Crist who's been the governor of the state once, coming in and saying, oh no, you side with Trump, you side with Trump, and we need to get rid of you. And as DeSante said, we need to get rid of this old donkey. He called him a donkey, he said, we need to get rid of it. And it's true. And here's the other thing to think about. The left, they don't like Charlie Crist. I mean, they were saying at one point uh, that he was gay. Not that it matters. This is the party, the left, who we're supposed to embrace everyone. Then you had Chuck Todd, who's a biased activist journalist saying, oh, well, Charlie Chris should just come on out and just say who he really is. He's gay. Okay, if he is, so what, Chuck Todd? You see how they tear each other up? If you don't do their bidding, oh, they have no need for you. The cat's off the bag now. We see them for who they are. They are demonic. They're pushing a demonic agenda. And if you don't agree with them, they will say that you're racist, you're a xenophobe. We talked about this the other night on the show, that it's time that we call that out, 
Stop allowing them to say, to label us as being racist and push back and say, no, you're the racist. Look at your policies. Look at your policies. Look at, look at what Fetterman did, chasing down a black man. And as Andrew said, he had gave, they gave him the opportunity to apologize and he wouldn't do it. Look at Kamala Harris. She put black men in jail when she knew she had exculpatory evidence to get them out, but she did it. Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden talked about super predators. Joe Biden, I don't want my kids going to a school of jungles, going to kids school with black kids. Hillary Clinton, super predators. We know who the super predators are. They're young black men. Well, you know, Hillary, I, I got to give it to you because when you look at society right now, who's committing all the crimes? But we're not supposed to say anything about that. We're supposed to look the other way. Philadelphia is hemorrhaging with crime. Crime has exploded. And what does uh, Krasner say, D.A. Krasner? Well, they're just picking on us because we're one of the larger cities and we're diversified and we have crime. No, they're calling it out because you're not doing your job. That's the reason why. But if you say anything about it, they'll know, oh, you're racist. And, and I thought it was also interesting, Andrew, how during the debates, and we knew this was gonna happen, they had to bring up Trump. So of course they had to ask Oz, would you support Trump and Oz response? I'll support whoever the candidate is. Okay, drop yeah. it, that's it. Good response. Right. Well, but 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 he's he's saying that Trump said that the election was stolen. Oh, wait a minute. He said that he would support the candidate. He gave you your answer. Move on. Mm -hmm. Also, this is a minor thing. But during the debate, the moderators referred to Oz as Mr. Oz instead of Dr. Oz, which I find a little peculiar because um, Oz has earned the doctor uh, label. And we even see people like Jill Biden get called Dr. Biden all the time. And uh, it seems like it was just kind of a insult to Oz to not call him Dr. Oz to try and make him look less than what he really is. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that, because if you don't refer to Jill Biden as doctor, they'll jump all over you. See, they don't want to they didn't want to refer to him as a doctor because they didn't want people to get in their mind. Wait a minute. He's a doctor. So he understands what Fetterman is going through. He knows that this guy is cognitively challenged. So they had to take that from him. They wanted to, like, put him as if though they're saying we're going to put you guys at the same level. We're just going to call you Oz, Mr. Oz, as opposed to Dr. Oz. But when it comes to Jill Biden, she's not a she's not a medical doctor now. We'll call her Dr. Jill. She just has a Ph.D., a doctor of philosophy. That's it. And then you've got this Fetterman who I don't think he's got the ability to order from a menu at McDonald's, <laughs> let alone be a senator. But I guess Democrats have no problem voting for someone with brain damage. Just look at who we've got as president of the United States. Look at who we have as president of the United States. And as Nancy Pelosi said, he is the best president for this time. Mr. Priest is doing just a great job. He's this. I'm like, is she serious? She knows this guy is cognitively challenged. Why is she doing this? They're running scared. That's the reason why they didn't want to debate. That's the reason why they wanted to wait because we're only like about like 19 or 17 days out from the election. And you know, they had a lot of mail-in ballots. So they were hoping if people could just vote early, they'll vote for us, not knowing that we're screwballs. Look at Ferdinand. They've already sent election the ballots out. <laughs> I hope people saw through him and said, we can't vote for him. But something that I said, I think I alluded to this earlier, is that what they want to do, 
with Fetterman, they know that the guy is not the people in Pennsylvania that control the polls. And it's the secretaries of state. And we had a guest on the other night to talk about that, the secretaries of state and how much power they have in looking at those voter rolls. So what they're hoping is that if he gets it, he won't be able to serve out his term. And he knows it. He's cognitively challenged. Okay. If you're a senator, you have to be able to get on the floor and debate. They're not going to give you preferential treatment. They're not going to go and say, well, we're going to give him a little time to think about it. No, you got to be able to think quick on your feet. But see, what he's thinking is that if I don't make it, because this is from the Democrats' playbook, I'll step aside and I will allow my wacky Brazilian wife, who married me more than likely just to get a green card, to become a citizen, my wacky Brazilian wife, who says she's bisexual, who looks like Leticia Morticia from the Adams family, I'll, I'll step aside and then she'll take my, she'll take my, uh, my, my, my seat in the Senate. That's what they're counting on. Because as she said, you vote for him, you're voting for me. And whenever they're going out on the campaign trail, she's doing all the talking. And Joe even referred to her as being the next senator. So that's what they're looking at. I would say to the voters, don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. Do not vote for Fetterman. You can't risk it. He is, is it, dangerous. Is it too late for Democrats to switch him out with um, even like his wife, someone like that? Uh, is it too late for that since there's already probably been votes cast for him? Well, they, they wouldn't want to do it uh, because they he, got he, to. He would, he, <laughs> he would still get those votes. He, he will still get those votes. He's toast if they try and uh, roll him in. Uh, it's an automatic loss. I mean, they should be in desperation mode right now looking for a replacement. Well, you know, Andrew, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I hope what you're saying is truthful. But I just I, I don't have a good feeling about this election. I mean, when you have Hillary Clinton coming out already saying that the 2024 election is going to be stolen. She's already saying that if Democrats don't win, the election was compromised. You have people in the media who are saying it. Now, they're supposed to be objective, but they're also saying the same thing. And then you have secretaries of state who are compromised. You have judges who are compromised because all of this is designed to weaken Trump. They can't see past Trump. I cannot believe a, one man has so much power. He's living rent-free in their heads. And why? I mean, I want them to come out and tell me, what did Trump do that was so wrong to the country? What, what did he do? And you know, the first thing they were saying, well, he's a racist. How? Well, he said, <laughs> this about, he said this about the Mexicans. Okay. And the Mexicans that are coming here, they're coming here illegally. So what did he say that was wrong? What he's done is expose you guys. He has exposed, he said that the media was an enemy of the people. The media was corrupt. He said they were fake news. Voila, they're fake news. Yeah. And a lot of these leftists, they just go by what they've heard. They'll say, oh, Trump kicked blacks out of their apartments in the 80s just because they've heard that before. They don't know the story. They've never uh, read about it. They've just heard someone say it. So it's a talking point that they consistently run with. And we see that all the time from uh, these Democrats and these debates have proved they've got no problems lying if they need to. I mean, look at Whitmer. She said that schools were shut down for three months. It was 15 months. I mean, these Democrats can lie with a straight face like it's nothing. 
And uh, I think that's the difference between the parties right now is uh, you're just seeing so much dishonesty from the left. It's unreal. And it's because they don't want the American people to know uh, the real agenda and what they really are doing to our country. And what they're doing to our country is destroying our country. And you're right about Gretchen Whitmer. I hope Tudor Dixon best her. Let me see. When, are, when is their debate? I think they've already had a debate, have they not? Yeah, Whitmer, it was Tuesday night. Athlete. Okay. It was, oh, it was tonight. Wow. Tuesday no, not, not Tuesday night. It was last Tuesday. I'm sorry. It was Wednesday now. Uh, no, it's Thursday. I, I'm, I'm getting my days confused. So much is happening here because all of these mm-hmm. debates, if you notice, Andrew, they're all, they all took place on the same night. And not only that, it was limited viewing of these debates. Like I couldn't even, I didn't even know that I could see Oz debate Fetterman until you told me about it, it was on YouTube. And then the debate for New York, the governor, <laughs> it was only on one channel. And if you didn't have access to that channel, you couldn't see it. This was all by design. It was by design because they didn't want a lot of people to see it. They were hoping that, you know, if they make a mistake, that people won't see it and then we can still push them through. That's what they were hoping. And the media will play along with it. Like I said, I'm just amazed at how the media has given these candidates cover. They've supported them. They've given them free airtime. They've tried to clean up their mistakes. Look at how they're trying to clean up for uh, Fetterman. Look at how they tried to clean up for Christ, Kathy Hochul, who said, I would do it all over again. And, oh, you're, Zeldin, you're, you're still trying to promote Trump. You, you're an election denier. Okay, but Hillary Clinton is an election denier. That's all the Democrats have done since 2000 was to deny elections. And the moderators won't ask them about that. But, okay, uh, Madam Governor, your party has denied every election that Republicans have won. And, and furthermore, this whole thing with Russia collusion, we now know that it was, it's been debunked. Why won't they ask them those questions? Instead, they want to ask conservatives, Republicans, about Trump. And that is the reason why I'm so glad that Lee Zeldin said, I will support the person in the party. Dr. Oz said the same thing. Whoever is in the party, we will support that candidate. Don't run from it. We got to stop running from this. Don't be afraid because we know that the whole Jan 6 thing was a hoax, considering the way they burned down the city during 2020. And how they refused to accept that Trump won the election in 2016. Hillary Clinton, everyone on the Democrat side, they refused. And the media said nothing about it. The cat's out the bag. I hope everyone sees it. Because this is how we win. This is democracy as soon as we call them out. And we tell them, uh-uh, you're not wanted here. As uh, what's-her-name would say, Maxine Waters, you're not wanted here. You and your lies, we don't want you here anymore because you have lied too much. So now with these one debates, Andrew, they're hoping that's going to get them over the finish line. They're hoping, well, maybe we didn't do too much damage. But like you said, Betterman, he did a whole lot of damage. A whole lot of damage. But let's see if the media is going to still try to like push him over. Because, see, they need these wacky candidates so that they could further their crazy agendas. Yeah, Fetterman was so bad. Even Morning Joe, who has previously defended Fetterman, (laughs) said John Fetterman's ability to communicate is seriously impaired. Pennsylvania voters will be talking about this obvious fact, even if many in the media will not. 
She's, he also said, this is painful to watch regardless of one's politics. And I kind of had the same feeling um, watching Fetterman up there was uncomfortable to watch that they are just sending out this guy who's a complete vegetable to make an ass out of himself. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> a complete yeah, vegetable. And, that's a, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I mean, you almost feel bad for the guy that his wife and Democrats are putting him in this position because um, he's clearly um, impaired. Well, I mean, look at his wife. His wife is just like Jill Biden. I mean, as you said on the show the other day, Jill had a conniption because Joe Biden went out and gave a speech too long and they didn't stop him. I mean, you have these wives that are trying to protect their husbands because they know that these guys are mentally incapable. Now, think back some years ago, like 30 plus years ago when Ronald Reagan was in office and how they attacked Nancy Pelosi saying, oh, she's running things. She's this, she's that. Now, we see clearly that Jill Biden is trying to run things. We see clearly that Fetterman's wife is trying to run things. But no one is saying anything about it. They're just, oh, well, so it's okay. There's nothing to see here. They're just helping them out. I mean, the fact that they roll Jill Biden out every day when they do roll him out, and he gets confused. I mean, the interview that he gave with Jonathan Capehart, and he fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, Andrew, he, the man fell asleep. Can you imagine had that been Trump? Now, Republicans need to take that and they need to show that nonstop. This is who you're saying the president is. And as I said the other night, I'm not too keen on them. I mean, I know I say impeach, impeach, impeach. And if they, were, if they did impeach him, I think that they would be successful in removing him from office, especially if we have a Democrat Congress and Senate. I think they would be successful. But then... We would have Kamala Harris. And what are we going to do with her? I mean, she needs to be impeached also. Uh, just let's just play this out. So they oh, OK, we'll play it out on the other side of the break. OK, because we have up against a hard commercial break. Andrew, go with it and I'll cover this on the other side of the break. Yeah, I know something that John Fetterman and Joe Biden could really use, and that's Healthy Cell. If you're looking for better sleep focus and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer, something uh, John Fetterman badly needed. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. Comes in great tasting gel packs. And you can go to HealthyCell.com. Costs nothing to go to the website. Check out all the great products. See if any of them look great for you. And you can now save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. So go to HealthyCell.com and you can save 25% off with the code out loud. It's the biggest discount we've ever given on Healthy Cell before. So if you are uh, curious about it, this is your chance to try and take advantage of this great deal and this great product. HealthyCell.com and save 25% off with the code out loud. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed 
exact ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.5 proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. So, Andrew, as I was saying before we went to the commercial break, let's just play this out. So let's say they, and they're successful with an impeachment of a Joe Biden. And, you know, they probably wouldn't even have to go that far because I think that the party elites would tell him, Joe, just step down. You don't want to go through this. I think that Barack Obama would come in and say, Joe, step down. He would step down. Kamala would become the president. Everyone would be happy and like, oh, we have our first female president. They would be elated. And temporarily, they would enjoy it. Now, the media, of course, would try to collude and scheme and say, now, we know that people don't like her. We know that she's not good. How can we rehabilitate her so that if she decides to run in 2024, she will have a grasp on things? How can we do it? Now, they would probably make uh, Buttigieg, the, the gay guy, I'm going to say that because they're always talking about identity politics. And that's the only reason why they would elevate him to be her BPs because he's gay. That's the only reason. She would not have a say. Even if she wanted to put a female behind her, they would not allow her to do it. They would tell her, you got to go with the gay guy. Because if you go with the gay guy, we can get a lot of gay votes. Not that it's a substantial amount. But then, too, you got these woke liberals out there that would say, oh, see that we're we are being diversified, not thinking of the qualifications and the skill set. And having a gay president does not help you when you're going up against China and Russia. They don't care about that. They knock gays off buildings. Do you actually think they're going to say, oh, you've got a gay president, so we're going to play nice? No. They're going to run rolls over you and rolls over you. So let's just play it out. So Joe steps down. The party elite say, Mr. President, it's time to step down. No, Jill won't like that because Jill likes being uh, the first lady and the pseudo president. She likes that. So she would probably acquiesce. She would be mad about it, of course. She would be mad. And of course, she would forever hate Kamala Harris. So Kamala would start smiling and cackling. They would try to tell her, you got to stop cackling. But it won't help because she's a cackler. So she'll be the president for a while with Pete Buttigieg as the vice president, the first gay vice president. Trust me, this will happen. If they impeach Joe, before they can get it there, he'll resign. See, and that might be what they're hoping. They probably are hoping, they being the Democrats, and I'm sure they're talking with the media elite saying, "Mm, how can we do this? Because he's saying that he wants to run. 
Now, they've left Jill out of these conversations, which is going to really piss her off. But I'm sure they're probably thinking, okay, what we could do is that we could hope that the Republicans will say that they're going to impeach him. Marjorie Taylor Greene, oh, yeah, she's a fire cat. Let's just, just keep pushing it. She'll say impeach, impeach, impeach. Then it'll get to that pivotal moment. And then we'll have the party elites, Susan Rice, Barack Obama, and Ron Klein, to go in and tell Joe, Joe, it's time to step down. This is not going to look good. They're going to go after Hunter. This is not going to look good. Now, I do believe that they're working out a deal with Hunter so that Hunter can pay a fine and then he's off to the, you know, he's off to the, with the races. Now, at the same time, they're still looking at, we got to get Donald Trump. But see, if Republicans are successful in taking both houses, I mean, th- that could probably kind of stop Merrick Garland somewhat because he's going to have his own issues to deal with. Okay, so let's, th- those, there's just so many different facets here, Andrew, as you see, that's going to be playing out here. But let me just stick with uh, Kamala and uh, Poot, Poot. <laughs> Pete, the first gay uh, vice president. So she'll be the first woman president, Black, Asian, whatever she's going to call herself at that given point in time. So they'll, everyone will be excited about it. Oh, she's the president. Oh, we got a woman. Oh, blah, 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 blah. So they'll try to play it up as much as they can. But again, she's incompetent. She's incompetent. Now, you might get some Black women. They'll try to sell them or give them a bill of sale that, oh, she's one of you. So you've got to support her. But half-heartedly, they'll support her because, again, she's a cackler. No one likes a cackler. So she'll be there for a while, and then Pete will be there. Of course, Pete's camp will be angling to make her look bad. At every, at every chance they get, they will try to make her look bad. She will know it. So you will have the vice president and the president constantly fighting. So what she would probably do is send him off overseas all the time so that he's nowhere near her so that she can do whatever she wants to do. But unfortunately, she has had almost two years to prove herself, and she hasn't done it. She has speech writers. She has people that are going over her speeches, but yet and still she goes off script. And Andrew, I do believe that she's turning up the bottle. I've heard rumors about that. What do you think? Totally possible. I mean, uh, you look at her and uh, her husband. I mean, he's not even in the picture anymore. When's the last time you've seen Bill Clinton? But uh, crazy Hillary, she's just still out there claiming that she was screwed in 2016, saying that the Democrats are going to be screwed here in 2022. Um, it's just kind of awing to watch her just try and grasp for any little bit of relevancy that she can get. Well, you know, I, I, I forgot about the Hillary Clinton factor. I mean, I'm saying that. Kamala is turning up the bottle, but what oh, if? Oh, okay. Come yeah, on. Cam, yeah, yeah, Kamala. Because I mean, that's 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 the way I'm playing this out. That she is the she becomes the president when Biden steps aside, so that he's not impeached. She becomes the president. Pete becomes the vice, the first gay president. She becomes the first black Asian or whatever she wants to call herself. But because she's always cackling, I'm saying that I think she's turning up the bottle. Now I didn't think about Hillary Clinton because she will too look at, mm, this is an opportunity for me to come into play. But I don't think, well, I, I know what would happen then. They would, they would come out and say that she's a racist. Because, you know, they said she was a racist when she was going against Barack Obama. Right. <laughs> These guys are always using that term racism. And yeah, I wish let, black people would wake up and see it. Go ahead. 
Yeah, let's just say you're Hillary Clinton right now. She's got to be looking at Joe Biden and thinking to herself, well, I'm smarter than that guy. Um, so she probably does think that she has a chance again, but I think her time has passed her by. And most Democrats would not even like to see her run again. No, and even if she did make a play for it, I'm telling you, they would pull out the race card. I mean, I think people forgot how they tried to say that she was a racist, that she and Bill Clinton were racist when she was running against Barack Obama. I mean, this is, this is you know, when you think about it, and you see how the media downplays it, they only play certain things that they feel is going to make them look good. But you remember Tim Russert, who was the uh, over Meet the Press, he would always call those tapes up and say, well, wait a minute, remember you said this there, and I don't, you said this then and there, but I don't think that if he were alive today, he, they would probably get rid of him. Because he was he was so good at his job. Right. And when he would bring people on his show, he would say, but wait a minute, you said this on this date, run the tape. Now, can you respond? Nowadays, they try to suppress it. So the tape that they, tr- they used to say that Hillary was a racist and Bill was a racist, they wouldn't even play it. The same way Kamala Harris said that Joe Biden was a racist. They won't play that. They're making it seem as if, they're, oh, they're best buds now. This is how the Democrats work. Again, the cat's out the bag. And people have just got to accept it. The Democrats, along with the mainstream liberal media, they are completely corrupt. They care nothing about the country. They want to form this new country whereby people are loving everybody, crazily that is. You're a man, you're a woman, you're a this, you're a that. And women are insignificant. Now, it's interesting how they keep saying, my body, my choice. And they don't, Republicans, they don't want women to have to uh, support themselves or look after their own body. But it's like, but Democrats don't even want to acknowledge your existence. They would rather acknowledge someone like this trans guy and say that that's a woman before they say that you're a woman. Think about it. They want men playing in your sports. And if you say anything about it, they'll say that, oh, you're homophobic. But yet and still, they say that we're the party of women. It doesn't take a rocket science, Andrew, to figure any of this out. It's plain and simple. As my aunt would always say, it's in boxcar letters for you to see what they're doing. They don't care about you. The only time they want to pretend as if though they care about you is when they want you to vote for them. Otherwise, they could care less. They don't care. Exactly. And uh, Rob, with midterms coming up, uh, my question is, have you voted already or are you going to wait till a little closer to the election? I know they've got early voting here in Illinois. I have not voted yet. I'm definitely going to vote probably uh, next week sometime uh, just to get it over with. You know, I thought about that and uh, I I think I'm going to wait and go to the polls. Uh, I think that people should be able to get their butts up and go to the polls. They can do everything else. Now, there are some situations whereby you can't go. And I understand that. But I feel more comfortable going to the polls and voting. Not that they can't cheat at the polls. Because they can't. And if it is the only way for you to vote is by mailing it in or early voting, going to the polls. And when I say when you early vote here, you're also going to the polls. You can go to the polls th- that way. Right. Also. That, that, that's what I plan on doing. Just right. For the record. You know, but I, I find it, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't, like I said, I don't trust Democrats because see, they're not supposed to count those votes until the day of the election. 
But, you know, you got people like, oh, let's just look and see how many we have. Let's see how many we need. I, I don't trust them. And these guys are always talking about having a fair election. Well, that's what we want. That's the reason why we're saying that there was a discrepancy. There were some shady deals taking place during the 2020 election. But if we say it, oh, you're an election denier. But they can say it all day long. Look at Stacey Abrams. Look at what she said about Georgia. And she's still saying it, Andrew. Voter suppression. They're trying to suppress the Black vote. And the number of people that have voted in Georgia with the early voting, they say, has broken records. But she's still out there talking about voter suppression. And did you see now that Biden's trying to act like he's happy for the state of Georgia, that they just reached this deal with Hyundai where they're going to hire um, 8,000 people to make electric cars? This is the same Georgia where he cost the economy hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, when he pulled the all-star game out of the state. Now this guy's trying to act like uh, he's happy for Georgia that they got this Hyundai deal. He's just a total hypocrite. Oh, yeah. And, and Stacey Abrams was right along with them. She said that Georgia is the worst place to live. And now she wants to represent Georgia as a governor. She now wants to say she and Oprah, oh, I hate to think what's going to happen if I'm not governor. Well, I'll tell you what will happen is that the state will keep moving forward. It will keep growing because they won't have a racist like you in office. We don't need people like that. Like I said, it's one good thing about what's happening, albeit it's painful what the country is going through. But we're able to expose a lot of these radical Blacks, these bougie Blacks, elitist Blacks like Barack Obama, who enjoy using the race card, along with their cohorts, these white liberals, these ultra-white liberals, who are all into this whole trans thing. Did you, did you ever think 10 years ago we'd be having these conversations about trans and allowing kids to have surgery? Did you ever think that, Andrew? I mean, 2020, 2022, and it's like every day we hear about this. And you see men on, t when I see it, I just turn the channel. I don't, even, I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to entertain it. Men with beards on, with long hair saying that I'm a woman. And a woman is a thought, it's a way you feel, what? Going to the White House as well. Right, going to the, the White House. The people's house up there, um, prancing around, and you've got, President of the United States, Joe Biden, saying, yeah, kids should be on hormone blockers. I think it's great. I mean, that's where Joe Biden's head's at right now. And, and that was his closing argument, the reason why you should vote for Democrats. Because kids should be on hormone blockers. Kids should be able to have surgery without their parents' knowledge. And their parents' insurance should have to pay for it. Little boys should be neutered. Girls should be able to take off their breast. And now once all that's done, there's no going back. And you've had so many people, and there are people out there now saying, don't you believe it? Don't do it. It's wrong. Now, it's one thing to be gay, okay? But then to go to the extreme of saying, oh, I'm a man. I'm an, I'm a woman. And then you have corporations that have bought into this because they feel as if they'll, oh, we're woke. If we don't, they're, gonna, they're not going to like us. Right. And I'm going to say something really controversial right now that I know a lot of people disagree with me on, but I think being homosexual and trans is a learned behavior. I think that's the way people are raised. If you're brought up with gay parents, you're more likely to be gay yourself. Um, if you've got um, this gay community constantly in your life growing up, you're more likely to be gay yourself. If you're raised with straight Christian parents, you're a lot less likely to become gay. I think it is um, a learned behavior, and that's why they want to turn these kids onto these books 
and uh, the surgeries and all these other things, because that's what they want to turn our communities into instead of um, what's been working here in America for decades. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I think about it and, you know, and, and I don't want to go and try to go down the rabbit hole, <laughs> but, you know, it's I, I will say this. We've had gays to come on our show and they have denounced what's happening. They have denounced Joe Biden's closing argument about kids taking hormone blockers. They've denounced Biden's closing argument about being kids being able to have this surgery at a very young age. So if they're denouncing it, and they're also denouncing parts of the LGBTQ ABC group because they're saying they're too extreme, you know, there's a problem. Right. And I think it's more than just them saying, hey, I'm trans. These kids are, are mentally challenged and they yeah. need help. Yeah, just for the record, if someone wants to be gay or they want to be trans, I mean, I don't hate them for it. I mean, that's their decision. Just keep it away from our children and keep trying to push it on children in school. That's our biggest problem with it. And uh, it seems like the Democrats keep doubling down on this and want to continue to put these messages in our school system. Well, we're out of time already tonight. Feels like we just got started. Thank you all for taking the time and joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or you can always go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen live tab for 24-7 talk radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stay in for something or fall for nothing.